What's up, everybody, and welcome back to After Dragons. Uh, today, we've got a great episode. We're going to be reviewing the, the final round of figures from Fantastic Four Future Foundation. We're looking at the super rares and chases. Once again, I'm joined by Maro from the Casual Clicks and Channel. Maro, how's it going today, man? Uh, pretty good, Rob. Uh, just here, ready to talk hero clicks. Set this evening aside <laughs> yeah, man. to well, do this specifically and uh, excited to get to the end of this set because uh, we've got quite a few uh, characters here to look at with some pretty interesting powers. So I can't wait. Right. They're saving the saving the best for last as always. The complexity always. just ramps up yeah. uh, into it. And um, yeah, man, it'll be good to, to dig into it a little bit. And it was good to finally get a game in of Heroclix with you. I'm yeah. happy we could finally play. And uh, after talking about Heroclix for 12 episodes, we finally got a game. And and Maro, my friend, you're, you've taken the win. Uh, one to zero for our After Dragons host games. We'll see what happens next week, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I just want to say, Rob, that uh, I this was the first game I've played in like four plus years, maybe five years even. Oh man, like that's against awesome. an against an actual person, against an opponent. That's why yeah. I've been so into the whole solo hero clicks thing. Um, so it's it's refreshing to be able to play against a live opponent. That is definitely a benefit of playing online. Yeah, it's cool to be able to kind of to connect that way and and have that semblance of a table, even though it's a little weird looking from the <laughs> yeah. screen to the piece. I think that. It's um still brings that hero clicks vibe. I was a little resistant even when people were starting to play online, like, oh no, I just want to stick to the figures and <laughs> and grisly reality here. But no, the, <laughs> the virtual world was good. Uh and your team building was much better than good, man. That Fantastic Four team through the gauntlet has become a a rock, dude. It seems like it has a good capability for taking kind of all comers or any teams. Yeah, uh, that's usually my favorite kind of teams are those kind of teams. Like I know in Hero Clicks, you just can't. It's impossible to do it. But I always try to give it the O. Uh, what is that saying? Go the O. Go ahead. The O. Right. Try. The, the old college try. The old college try. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Why did? Why? Why is that? Why do? Why do we say that? I honestly don't know. I just, uh, I think I'm in the older generation where it was still being said by the older generation for a reason. And I just, it's something that got picked up along the way. Uh, so the slangy expression, originally a cheer to urge a team on dates from the 1930s when college football films were very popular. <laughs> nice. Uh, no, dude, I think that it's a, it, uh, it did shine in that in that regard. I never actually played against that Black Leopard. So my Slim Pickings Intelligentsia keyword team, I don't think really had what it would take to deal with that. Unless I um, stay at that peripheral range, because I did with range seven, maybe just trying to stay right at that edge. Yeah. Of the Panther that's bubble. what I was going to say. Yeah, that was, uh, that's why I was a little bit afraid of your team there. You got a solid strategy to... Death, you've got like a little death circle. Once we enter that seven squares of your range, it's kind of like, oh man, now 
this is, you know, that whole where wizard kind of takes over and just lets your team blast them. Right. Where I think that your, that your team actually has that, that inner sphere. Mine was better around the, <laughs> around the outside and, and not prepared. I should have probably split up and to avoid those, the energy explosion. I definitely saw the uh, potency yeah. of a properly used energy explosion. Brutal With precision folks. strike. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good to get strike. a game in, man. I'm happy we can start rolling the dice. Yeah. The virtual dice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, for folks that haven't tried to play on Roll20 yet, definitely take a look at it. Uh, you know, watch a YouTube video or uh, reach out on Twitter. It'd be great to get some more games in and, and teach folks how to how to roll on, on the table with Roll20. But uh, without further ado, man, we've got a long journey talking about these pieces today. Let's get started with the first super rare of the set, number 50, is Herbie. Uh, Herbie is 30 points, four clicks. He's a captain, and he has he's tiny as well, cool little robot figure. He's got, you've given a match to a child who lives in a tinderbox. That's, that's a good name, and that's a good name <laughs> for a trait. If exactly one friendly character named Mr. Fantastic is on your starting force, he starts this game with the ultimate nullifier equipped. Let's go down and just look at the ultimate nullifier real quick. Uh, it has the effect power, choose an opposing character within six squares in line of fire, then choose a number from one to six to be X and roll a D6. If the result is higher than X, the number that you've chosen, you deal that amount of damage to the chosen character. If the result is lower than the number you've chosen, you deal the damage to this character. If the result is equal, then both characters take damage. Wow, that's a that's a gamble right there. The ultimate nullifier indeed. Let me scroll back up to Herbie here. So outside of hooking up Fantastic, uh, Mr. Fantastic with that, he also has the trait Future Foundation Hall Monitor. And whenever a sidekick would be KO'd by an opposing effect, he may roll a D6. On a four plus, you turn that sidekick to its last non-KO click and place it in a square adjacent to Herbie. What? Gain two mission points for each sidekick placed by this effect. And the game ends when, uh, oh, it gives you an alternate game kind of an alternate win condition, huh? Yeah, a, with the mission points. If you get 20 mission points from any source, the game ends. What? WizKids listened? I did not know that they... <laughs> I did not know that they finally included alternate win conditions. That was something that I was always moaning about, that we could only yeah. slay each other to win. And this means <laughs> you could Combos just feed sidekicks thing. to your opponent until, you've, yeah. until they've killed enough. Yeah. Oh, wow. I really uh, want to try Herbie with a sidekick swarm. What do you think about this figure? <laughs> That's the best way to play him, of course, with a sidekick swarm. He's got the perfect trait for it. He's got an alternate win condition in that perfect trait. And uh, exact, if you have that Mr. Fantastic in your team, you get that ultimate nullifier equipped. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty brutal. It I, is. It's a cool piece for 30 points. Uh, keywords, robot, fan fantastic four, definitely on, on the list. Any downsides from this figure His four range, but I mean, does he need range for any of his traits? Not really. 
I mean, you, this silly. is not the one that, yeah, this is not a character that you would want leading the charge. Uh, so possibly maybe even not leaving your starting area, you know, just, I, I haven't really thought about this trait. This is actually the first time I've read it completely. So uh, of course, wanting to avoid spoilers myself. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what shakes out with the the Herbie-led sidekick swarm. <laughs> and yeah, this is my first time checking out several of these dials, other than, other than the ones that came in the brick, uh, the brick that I pulled of this set. So it'll be cool to to take a look at them. I've been really trying to avoid spoilers. It's been easier because I've been a little bit busy, but uh, it's cool to see some of these pieces finally and detail the set. Who's next for us? Uh, up next, we've got Susan, Queen of Atlantis. Uh, she's got the Atlantis keyword, Fantastic Four, and Politician and Ruler. Ooh, I love me some Politician keyword. Bring in the keywords. <laughs> uh, and in, this is a title character. She has two starting plot points. Wow, that's cool, right? That's that's good that she starts with two. Right, typically they, they're starting with zero. Yeah, uh, she has a continuity uh, ability when Susan, Queen of Atlantis, is KO'd, opposing characters gain the dolphin symbol for the rest of the game. Uh, awesome. <laughs> I mean, awesome for your opponents, right? Cause... Yeah, I mean, they did KO your Susan. but uh... Yeah. Uh, plus one title ability. These people are under my protection now. Hey, there's that theme we were talking about during our game that she's kind of the protector of the team there she's the caretaker yeah free generate two water terrain markers in susan queen of atlantis's square and or adjacent squares until your next turn friendly characters occupying water terrain modify defense plus one and each time a friendly character occupying water terrain is missed by an attack heal the character or susan uh queen of atlantis one click oh wow cool so they miss an attack potential to heal plus one to their defense free water uh i like this season right. storm so far and that water is going to give them stealth with, until opposing characters are within four. So oh, it's nice to throw that down i actually have been meaning to get her uh i actually have a really good team build idea with her and uh one of the other super rares that we're gonna see that's actually coming up next uh but we'll get to him We'll uh, get to him. The Atlantis magic will come slowly here. <laughs> yes. Uh, the second title ability, minus X. Oh, okay, so that explains why she starts with two. So right off the bat, you could do minus two if right. you wanted to. Free. Generate X water terrain markers in Susan, Queen of Atlantis' square and or adjacent squares where X is the number of plot points spent for this action. If one or more plot points were spent for this action, this turn, when a friendly character that has the dolphin symbol or the Atlantis keyword occupying water terrain hits, gain one plot point. Nice. Interesting. So the it's kind of terrifying force. <laughs> right. Oh, did I not say the name of the, the trait there or the power? Terrifying indeed, right? Yeah. I mean, just she spends those tokens uh those plot points and this potential to get them back within the same action i think that's pretty cool power uh definitely fun to play right. around if with. you're rolling a, it seems like if you're rolling a good team of characters that can step into that water sidestep or already be there when you generate it 
and be primed to hit, you know, you could really oh, yeah. <clears throat> have kind of a cycle of plot points going. Oh yeah, you you you'll see what I'm talking about here, Rob. With uh, you got the next character, so <laughs> be be ready for that. Uh, minus two plot ability, uh, Storm of Atlantis. Free gain one mission point. Hey, mission points. They're back. Cool. For each water terrain marker generated by Susan Queen of Atlantis, that's in a square closer to an opponent's starting area than your own. Mission points. The game ends when, after the resolution of any action, a player has achieved 20 or more mission points from any source. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> if the game ends this way, the winner is determined by the player with the most mission points. In the case of a tie, the active player wins. So she can generate water terrain and get gets a mission point for each marker there. And 20 in, she can win or she can contribute to Herbie's mission points as well by generating water terrain using her ocean's terrifying force. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, dude, that's a, uh, a very cool potential uh, character there. Yeah. And it's, it's just like a, an alternate win condition. It's kind of refreshing, right? Yeah. I definitely, I'd like to see this in action. Right. I wonder how it would work if you had multiples of those, if you could really hit those mission points from a few different, you know, kind of a few different angles and just build them up quicker whilst trying to, I guess you still have to stay alive because <laughs> if your opponent yeah. still tables you or, or beats you by points, but man, having the win conditions just could add so much more to the, the potential uh, team building. Let's hope yeah, that sticks like, around. The only like, I guess kind of thing that would make me hesitant to play this figure is that she's very expensive for what is essentially a very powerful support figure. You don't want her in the mix. You do benefit giving that dolphin symbol if you're playing a really water-laden map that if she dies, your opponent has to deal with that now. But yeah, she's she's not exactly squishy with invulnerability mm -mm. 18 and then and the barrier to help back her up. Yeah. Besides, I'd say if anything, maybe she's just a little slow, mm -hmm. a little slow for the support piece, but reasonably so because of how much... <laughs> because of the whole ocean's terrifying force that's coming with her <laughs> yeah nice that's uh number 51 that susan so moving into 52 a piece that i was surprised to see in the set i didn't know <laughs> blackbeard was was part of the part of the marvel universe at all uh so blackbeard <laughs> is 90 points he's got brute celebrity exiles fantastic four and pirate uh, seven clicks. He's got the dolphin. Uh, he has its Raiden party time. During force construction, characters with the dolphin symbol gain the pirate keyword. Sweet. So he's passing the pirate keyword out. And friendly characters with the pirate keyword that occupy water train modify attack plus one. Oh, wow. That's, that's thematic now because Susan can be generating that water train and Blackbeard can be uh, buffing their attacks while they, while they float in it. Yes, sir. <laughs> Wild. He's, he, he comes with the Stones of Merlin, which is uh, Object 003. And we'll review that in just a second. His other attack power is there are only a dozen of them. I've got them outnumbered. It gives him Quake and Super Strength. And when Blackbeard uses Quake, if he occupies water terrain, each hit character is dealt his printed damage instead of two, which could potentially be 
brutal. You do not want to swarm this guy if he's in the water because he has four <laughs> printed damage the first click and three yep. after that. His damage power on the first four clicks gives him empower, leadership, and shape change. Dude, this guy is primed to lead a force at 90 points. Let's go see what the, the Stones of Merlin bring. Invincible. <laughs> Great. So they make him even harder to deal with there when you do. And when this character is hit with an attack, roll a d6. On a one or two, unequip the object and your opponent places it in a square of water terrain. Or if no water terrain is on the map, places it in a square within six squares of Blackbeard of the, or of the unequipped character. So it gives you invincible, but every time you have a chance of dropping it and losing your treasure and your opponent gets to place it. Right. And then uh, with the things Stones of Merlin trait, uh, he increases the result by one. So he only fails on a one. Uh, oh, wow. <clears throat> uh, yeah. So this is the figure I was talking about there. Uh, I, yeah. uh, among my Fantastic Four teams, I realized that, hey, they've got some water stuff going on here. Uh, so that's definitely something that uh, works well together. And it's the thing dressed as Blackbeard, right? It's not. <laughs> I wonder. You can't when, go wrong with that. When he, when he became a pirate, but I can dig it. <laughs> Got to play him along with that, that thing that's all dressed up from, uh, in the modern clothes from the last Fantastic Four set. Give him the dolphin and pirate keywords. There you go. He oh, and uh, some of those two little kids. You want to hear the other part of this little combo that I have going with him? let's hear it man the the the, the pirate health <laughs> uh so it's not necessarily a pirate mm. but yeah uh, you see how blackbeard there has mastermind remember i told you mastermind yeah he's got mastermind a great power seven clicks there huh such a great power uh franklin von doom he's a chase figure from the other fantastic four set that has a brutal fourth and fifth click with 13 attack 20 defense five damage um use some of that damage you know like the, when the uh, blackbeard gets hit transfer it to franklin hey now all of a sudden you got to deal with this 13 attack five damage monster too yeah yeah right doesn't franklin have some <laughs> terrain manipulation stuff too that too so he can make water oh man that's pretty pretty great figure or <laughs> alongside that chase no more that can make water yeah just bring in the bring in the ocean <laughs> yeah that's, I like that's those a lot of possibilities there especially yes. for introducing the mission points so far right right yeah that's true makes for some fun games i think yeah so have diff some change in uh, in dynamic there for sure blackbeard's going on the list with herbie <laughs> on, on the need to purchase list have to hunt down <laughs> some singles all right uh, who is up next number 53 Number 53, Invisible Boy. Uh, ooh, Cosmic Energy Team Ability and Fantastic Four Team Ability. At 100 points, let's see if Invisible uh, Boy is worth his weight in gold here. He's right. got improved targeting, ignores hindering terrain. Uh, a trait that says, look past your cloaking devices. Opposing characters within six squares can't use stealth. Mm. Wow. And another trait, don't, uh, do not make me go all cosmic on you, man. 
Energy shield deflection and super senses. As if, what? That's crazy. When Invisible Boy uses super senses and succeeds after resolutions, deal the attacker one penetrating damage. Wow. Invisible Boy um, has celebrity keyword, cosmic keyword, Fantastic Four, of course, and Herald keyword. And this is Johnny Storm. See, I know nothing of, <laughs> of the Fantastic Four. And yeah, I have no idea why he's invisible boy now or, or where that happened. If he got but I like it. Or... It's like, it's, it looks like a fun piece to play here. Yeah, definitely, man. Do you think, do you think he makes up for that hundred point cost having the uh, energy shield deflection across that, that defense of 18? I mean, he's got three clicks of impervious in there and uh, a little bit of invulnerability at the end too. So he could definitely s stay around. Yeah, I just wish that he had more damage potential there for 100 points. You know, he's eating up so much of your team build at 300. Right. Um, you get to the higher point games, he starts to seem a little more reasonable. If you're playing something different than, uh, than the standard three, what is the cosmic energy team ability give him again? It's the, the same thing as the power cosmic, which was uh, you can't outwit. You can't, they have protected outwit and uh, they get willpower. Uh, okay. Oh, wow. So he can roll. Hey, he's rolling tokens off the whole game, hopefully. But uh, yeah, definitely needs to be perplexed up or oh, you can't anymore. So he needs to be empowered or enhanced or something. Huh? <laughs> enhanced or empowered, yeah. right. That really buffed enhance and empower a little bit by removing that perplexed damage, huh? By making yes, that did. a more constant, uh, a, a more constant buff for your, your damage or a way to get it on the team. Yeah. And in turn, it it has made the game, I think, a little slower. Right. Where you where before you could prime a, a little bit of an alpha strike, come in with yeah. about five damage, <laughs> just wreck something, you know, or six, even if you're playing well or get. I mean, some of these guys have printed four and you can perplex it up by three. That's yeah. crazy. Throwing those numbers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Invisible Boy definitely needs some uh, some team building, but has, he's got some possibilities. If, if only he were a little bit lower in point cost. I, yeah. Typically, I really only play. I prefer to play the three hundred points, but I do like the team building possibilities in like six hundred, where you can just build it out and explore yeah. all those options. Playing a six hundred point game out sometimes is just a little bit of a headache. <laughs> <And> it, <laughs> It's like playing Monopoly, it seems. <laughs> uh, see here. Tables will be flipped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just or you'll just be like, all right, you know, I've this is the seventh time you've shape changed. Um, <laughs> let's just agree that uh, you won. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see, number fifty-four is Silver Savage. Really cool looking figure on this guy coming again at 100 points with eight range, two targets, and the power cosmic keywords cosmic herald and warrior. He has the attack power on only his last two clicks, uh, steel energy, but with closer range attacks called power cosmic returns. He also has a defensive stop click uh, towards the bottom of his dial, third to last. And when that click is first revealed, Silver Savage can't be healed above this click this game 
And after resolutions, remove an action token from all friendly characters and equip Silver Savage with the Silver Surfboard from outside the game. Oh, wow. so he actually gets the object on his stop click. And before his stop click, he is a force to be reckoned with, with four printed damage, um, Battle Fury, Quake, with 12 attack, uh, Invincible, Impervious, a little bit of charge and flurry there to be just a, man, a, a hell of a nuisance with two targets, 11 attack, four damage, flurry. That's, that's nice. And uh, when he hits that stop click, he actually has 12 movement and 12 attack with four damage still. So he's he's a monster. And that silver surfboard, let's yeah. see what that does. Gives him hypersonic speed, I believe. Oh, wow. Awesome. So it, it actually gives the flight symbol and hypersonic. There you go. And when an equipped character without the cosmic keyword uses hypersonic after resolutions, Roll a d6 on a one to two. Give that character an action token. Oh, interesting. So you, you're better off if you're a cosmic character using this, but you can use it. I could give it to Red Ghost, and you, <laughs> and you could fly. Why, why Red Ghost? Man? Why? <laughs> just I just like the image of that old balding Russian man on the silver surfboard. That's not a I good. I can respect that reason. That's, that's not a, a good very piece, good reason, but, Rob. <laughs> you know, he could hypersonic. And uh, apes. Do, do his weird attack, drop some apes. I <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, pretty cool though to see that Silver Surfer gets that at the end of the dial. Uh, as it as it comes in, he can start hypersonicing there, but I don't know it how that fares for his model overall. What do you think about that? I to be honest, this is a figure that I actually want to play around with. Doesn't have what I usually ask for a requirement in these figures that I try out is to have a named keyword, but now that it matters less in the game, uh, right. definitely going to play around with them because those three clicks are just brutal, aren't they? Flurry, four damage, 11 attack, two targets. Yeah, man, it's it's uh, not, not, uh, uh, not a ranged piece at all. Get this guy, <laughs> in, get this guy in the mix, but he could be, I guess. If he I mean, yeah, targets, towards the end, the last three clicks, yeah, he's got, uh, he'll get hypersonic because of the surfboard. Um, 12 attack with eight range is still pretty, pretty brutal, I think. True. I, I think this is a good figure. Right. You, versatile. If you need him to be ranged, he could still deal that damage. Silver Savage, number 55. Uh, we've got a unique super rare who also has an object uh, uatu he has the real name uatu he's 30 points with 12 range on his attack in a single target cosmic herald and scientist five clicks he has the great size and he throughout those five clicks he's got probability control with invulnerability and phasing teleport the trait he has is called, I'm here to observe the important cosmic events that are about to unfold. Um, another mission point ability here. Whenever a character within range uses probability control and the finalized result is different from the original, such as a miss becomes a hit or a successful breakaway fails. So it, it needs to be like a different outcome actually. You gain a mission point and uh, with 20 of those you would win. Oh man, 
Uatu basically gives you mission points then for all those probs that you end up changing the outcome with and uh, contributes to that mission point win condition. Very cool. Coming yeah, up, 20 seems a little rough. Uh, so I'm glad that I guess WizKids use the term mission points across the board. So you don't necessarily just have to rely on the watcher here, right? To collect those mission points. Right. If right. you can combine several of those figures and actually get that chain going. So it doesn't have to be 20 successful props. It could be some sidekick died or um, you've generated 10 water terrain pieces and have a few probability controls. Exactly. Yeah. And at 30 points, very, very affordable to squeeze into a team. He's a giant. So he has, uh, you know, that enhanced line of fire at 12 range. Right. Um, and 12 it's not range be probability control and you can <laughs> yeah. see for 30 points five clicks i mean you gotta you gotta deal with that or he's probing constantly yeah <laughs> and then you once if you do start dealing with that look what happens he gets 11 attack three damage 12 attack four damage <laughs> if you finally piss him off enough that you get to the bottom <laughs> click he's done watching he's gonna start interfering <laughs> Oh but, man. But yeah, it's a cool piece, man. I have to look, look and see. It looks like he has an object that comes with him, but I didn't see that object's text in the. I think it was the ultimate nullifier. Oh, cool. I think he comes with that piece. Oh, awesome. So that's the one that we saw that Herbie can equi equip onto a Mr. Fantastic for free there. Yes. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's what it comes with. It comes with Uatu. Very cool. That was number 55. Um, <clears throat> up next. Who do we have here? So we got uh, Griever. This is a cosmic energy character at 100 points. Uh, cosmic keyword, herald keyword, and monster keyword. Ooh, she looks monster. awesome. Kind of Cyclops-looking uh, mask on her. <laughs> kind of like the stuff of your nightmares thing going. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh Real name unknown, by the way. I so I, I've never heard of this character. Uh, trait: All that you have made, I will unmake. Uh, terrain markers and objects cannot be generated into squares within six squares of Griever. Wow. Okay, so she can just completely keep the terrain clear of objects and terrain that are generated within six squares of her. Okay. Um, usually those kind of powers, you know, you want to take a second look at because that's that's like a combo potential power. So uh, I may go back to that power later if I see other characters that combo with her. Uh, right. And nothing that exists in special power that she has on the last click of her seven clicks with stop invulnerability and regeneration. So she can come back for more. Nice. Nice, man. And again, with those two targets and three and four printed damage across the whole dial. Yeah. And penetrating psychic blast, another, outwit top dial. Yeah, another 100-point beater with with a, a lot of um, versatility there, I think. Yeah. The end cap at the bottom. Griever looks crazy. I need to read some more about it. But in short, she's a being self-described as the embodiment of entropy. The Griever at the end of all things. 
Uh, wow. She, a mysterious creature who claimed her purpose was to witness the last light fade from the edge of eternity and grieve for everything that ever was and ever meant to be. Like, damn, Marvel's getting heavy. <laughs> <laughs> she commanded strange creatures called endlings. The grievers started following the Future Foundation during their journey to create and add new universes to the multiverse. She repudiated their mission, claiming they overstepped their purpose. And she kind of waited until Franklin Richards was depleted of his ability to create new universes before she attacks. And um, I guess she battles Molecule Man and ends up killing him in the process. And there's a whole thing going on where she actually defeated the Fantastic Four for a while. And uh, um, Richards had to come back and, and do some, probably some time stream shit to get out of there. But yeah. Man, it looks it looks crazy. It's just the the whole Griever story. I didn't know about that. I guess it gets really real when Marvel starts going into their cosmic background and kind of the heralds and bringing the doom of all the universes and things. It's cool. Yes, it does. I do love me some space adventures. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Griever has two point costs. She has a more affordable point cost of 50 points, uh, but only at four clicks. But hey, it's still got that stop click, I suppose. Right. She does right. give you a little more, a little bit more bang for your buck there. And uh, with the monster keyword now being a potential to give you those theme team probs and be built on, she could be oh, a, yeah. Oh, yeah. a beast there for a monster leader. With two, two starting dials at the 50 and 100 she'd be a lot of fun in taking in 50 but uh do you think that's still worthwhile or worth the point cost at that lower lower dial i think because of the stop click yes mm -hmm. um i've been messing around with the fantastic four the uh those very co the common figures and they have they're all like 40 points and they all have that stop click and that's just it's it justifies their okay dials right and can, she's got a much better dial true that she can actually capitalize on there right mm -hmm. nice see here number 57 is psycho man another another character i just have not heard of <laughs> looks wild he comes with the emotional modifier and he is 75 points with six clicks, he's armor, ruler, scientist, keywords, real name, unknown, two targets, six range. He has the emotional modifier that he can start with for free. And when he uses its effect, characters within, uh, he can target characters within eight squares instead of four. And we'll see what that does in just a moment. He also has three damage clicks that give him outwit and shape change there. Uh, his last three dials, he has perplex. Uh, he's bringing in cap and a little bit of psychic blast. Definitely a, a cool character here. And let's see what his emotional modifier brings to the table. Oh, it's good. It is a free action. Choose one of the following to last until you choose again. Fear, opposing characters within four squares, modify defense minus one. Doubt, opposing characters within four squares, modify attack minus one. Or hate. Characters within four and line of fire can use Battle Fury. Oh, wow. So he, uh... oh man, all characters are Battle And so he, he can gives... do it with all of that within eight squares because that's his ability. And he gives Battle Fury to all characters though, not, yeah. <laughs> not just yours, it's your opponents as well. Yes. 
Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> it is. So, and that doing and so, being able to do all that at eight squares, that no line of fire restriction. Right. It's right. crazy. Hey, Battle uh, Fury, does Battle Fury still take charge in the new on the new pack? Does it like you can still use charge with it, yes. Uh, uh what it does is it t- takes away your range, you know. So if uh, you happen to be playing in somewhat of a range team, right. you choose the Battle Fury option, you can't you can no longer make range attacks, uh, which can be crippling to a team. Yeah, sure. The minus one can be crippling to a team. The minus one defense can be, you know, it's just wow. It's <laughs> good. For 75 points, bringing that for free and just messing with the whole team yeah. while throwing a double target in cap out to be just annoying. Look at, <laughs> look at that keyword there, scientist. Yeah, right. He's, just put he's, a smile to your face. He's fitting in with the, with the lab coats, <laughs> pushing up his glasses over here. <laughs> Definitely needs to go, go on the list as well. And I need to figure out where he comes into the story too because I think some of these Fantastic Four villains are – are climbing my list of cool villains. I've always liked, <laughs> I've always liked the villains of kind of the Spider-Man universe a lot too, like the Sin- uh, the Sinister Six guys and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I do the, these cats may rival and we'll see. They seem much <laughs> crazier and like you know seventies inspired. <laughs> well, that uh, makes sense because uh, the next one we have here yeah, is number fifty nine, man. Which one is it? Uh, no, 58. Puppet Master. Ah, I don't want to skip the man himself. Uh, where is he? There he is. Okay. Real name, Philip Masters at 40 points. Look at that. Team player, team ability for a villain. That's pretty cool. Uh, that various scientist that could definitely, you definitely see a lot of potential there already right off the bat with him being able to copy any team ability, being a scientist. Uh, that's a lot of potential there for so far right. for Puppet Master here. Stealth, 12 attack, 1 damage. Let's see why. He has a trait called You Are All My Puppets. Puppet Master may start the game with a special object 007 radioactive clay equipped. When he uses it, its effect does not KO after he hits with it. Interesting. Let's take a look at that. Because it seems like he's just totally dependent on that because, uh, you know, 12 attack, 1 damage, not really bringing anything to the table there. Right. Uh, so Those little radioactive clays, the key, uh, key to Puppet Master. There it is. Mind control with a range of 10, but only to target a single opposing character, of course. When this character uses it, they can use improved targeting, blocking, elevated, and hindering. And when they hit after resolutions, KO radioactive clay, but with Puppet Master, doesn't KO. Right. So he, he gets, he to, gets keep to keep using. doing it every turn. That's pretty cool for 40 points. Right, 40 points. A very dedicated mind control piece. Yeah, long range mind control that can see through a lot. He's a little pokey, but he has stealth to keep him uh, keep him safer, hopefully. Super senses to give him a shot and shape change. Look at that. He's right, that's the old one-two combo. <laughs> right, at least to tr- to try to out- offset that low defense. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, he he is what he is. You know, I think like a really good mind control nexus there because if you split him off from your team and just leave him somewhere where he can mind control every turn, your opponent's definitely gonna have to break their 
their formation or send somebody out to deal with it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's hard to hide. Are there, um, that 12 attack terrain, helps a lot. What was that? That 12 attack helps a lot too. Yeah. Steady 12. Oh yeah. And you can perplex that up. So he's, he's hidden. Oh, yeah. He's hidden with mind control for sure. Are there any abilities and clicks that grant additional targets to give him mind control to give him two targets instead of one? Or is that not something that WizKids has delved into too much mechanically? I That sounds familiar. I'm sure there is maybe like a resource or something. That Some obscure give you like piece. An, um, yeah, like, an, like a special object that's been made. I'm positive there is. I've played it with something similar. And a feat card. I'm sure there's a feat card too that gives you an extra hmm. target thing. Because that'd be cool um, if he could get just more, more mind control. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the thing is, doesn't the radioactive clay restrict him to only a single target? Uh, that is a limiting factor. Wizards yeah. was smart about that. They knew what they knew what folks would be doing. Yeah, and I yeah, mean, only it's very target. thematic to the to the character too. Um, it has a very justified point cost of forty. I think this is a pretty good figure. All the super rares I've seen so far have impressed me in one way or another so far. Really have, yeah. And, and this radioactive clay I've used in multiple lists already for five points, giving that ability to just one as a one time. I mean, it's worth five points, at least from my nice. perspective, yeah. So High Evolutionary is next, and he has a prime. He also has two starting lines, 125 points and 30 points. His real name is Herbert Edgar Windham. He has the Cosmic Energy Team ability, seven range, two targets, and he's eight clicks on that 125 and two on his 30. He has the ally tag and the trait rewrite your genetic code to add the isotope E to your force at no cost. So we'll see what that does in a second. He also has the trait, the Council of Dooms expert on cosmic affairs, which is sideline active and gives friendly captains and sidekicks plus one attack when attacking one plus characters with a cosmic keyword. Ah, so that's another sidelineable kind of attack buff for your uh, your toolkit there. Yeah. Um, he has the defensive stop click twice on the 125 point dial or just, the, just that once on his 30. That gives him invincible and super senses. Let's see what the isotope E does. 15 points after revealing forces, you may move this object to your sideline. If you do, this object has sideline active. At the beginning of the game, you may replace a character on your starting force with a character from your sideline of the same name and point value um, if you do KO this object. So you can replace a character on your force with the same name and, and uh, point value and bring perhaps some alternate versions of other characters then and, and swap them in with isotope E. Basically, you have, if you're trying to build that all-comers list, this could be something that could keep your list very versatile. So you could choose between uh, Mr. Fantastics or, or Dr. Dooms or something like that with the more used piece names. Um, very cool piece, man. If we dig into his dial a little bit, he's got a, basically 11 attack almost across the dial with some 19 defense and four and three, four and three damage, kind of split between prob and outwit. Uh, high evolutionary is, is primed to, to do some damage. A high cost at 125, but pretty fun with isotope E possibilities. 
Yeah, and the, uh, stop click on the second click. Pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, right away. He's just, boom, stopped. Invincible super senses. <laughs> it is kind of cool because it keeps him top it keeps him top dial so that even yeah. with that first attack that would sometimes drop him down like two or three you could just stay on that high like on that high dial and just stay alive longer because now that next big attack will probably get you down you know four or five i mean he could he has, has some serious staying power there yeah and uh only one click of 10 attack the rest are 11 with his seven range two targets he's he's got potential there to do enough damage to justify his 125 point cost and the scientist uh, keywords to play around <laughs> yeah. in all those lists <laughs> yeah there's a lot of uh, cheap scientists out there star lab scientist comes to mind that can oh, be right. a great support figure for him right um, he gets all what of do you that think of the on the 30 dial huh yeah so i was gonna say like what do you think of the 30 point dial dude i think it's 30 points seven range two targets the three printed damage and probability control. I mean, along you still get the isotope E on thirty, right? Uh, rewrite, yeah. Oh, nice. So you just keep all of that, dude. I think he's excellent on thirty uh, for a scientist list or some cosmic fantastic four goodness, where you could switch in those characters and just have that that list building option now. Oh, this would make a great Silver Age character, wouldn't it? Because of how many, uh, how Options many sideline actors are open to you? Yeah, it has to be the same point cost and the same name, or lower point cost. I think same point cost and same name. Hmm. Isotope E, right? Same name and point value. Yeah. So there, hmm. there will definitely be some options for some most well-used characters like. Uh, you know, Mr. Fantastic, Invisible Woman, like all of them. You could start looking at all the sets back and see, you know, what other Fantastic Four fall at 40 points or 60 and just sideline it all, man. Bring in what you need. <laughs> yeah, or even with the scientists, because you're not restricted to like name keywords, right? Oh, right. Right, man. It's just characters with the same name. <laughs> so many characters. I think that yeah. High Evolutionary has a, has a home. He needs to get in. He could fit into like all sorts of lists at that point with 30 points. Yeah. Only downside again, he's a little slow with just energy shield to protect him on that, on that first click of the 30, but pretty sweet piece. And he's got a prime version, man. What does the prime bring to the table or how does it switch up, switch up the, uh, the dials for us? Let's see, the Prime is 59B. He still has two point costs, but at a much more affordable 40 and 20. Hmm. Uh, only six range. Uh, what does he start with here? Trait, creator of the Animen. Am I saying that right? Uh. <laughs> creator of the Animen. I'm just going to go with that. When establishing theme teams, you may treat the animal keyword as a name keyword. Oh, so it is Animen, kind of like Sweet. animals, but Animen. Yeah. Um, cool. Okay. Well, does that have a point now? If it hasn't like a name keyword, aren't they on name no. keywords now? That's right? a result of this fantastic four set having been designed before the rules rewrite. Yeah. <laughs> Unless I missed something, uh, you know, oh, before I forget is keywords, animal, savage land and scientist. Hey, Ooh, savage land. <laughs> 
He's got another trait. My isotope A can jumpstart the next step of evolution. High evolutionary may start the game with isotope A equipped. When he uses its effect, he may target other characters with the animal keyword. He may still use it to target himself as normal. Um, and isotope A, all it does is gives you perplex, but only to target this character when this character uses it. If this character has the animal keyword, modify the chosen value by plus two instead. How many points is isotope A? 10 points. Awesome. So it gives you a plus two perplex mm -hmm. for animal animal teams. Yeah. Great object for that uh, animal theme teams. Right. Um, and it's cool that he comes with it equipped. So, hey, why not just use high evolutionary to begin with? Uh, he's got empower to help those animals land uh, harder attacks, defend to kind of keep them protected too. Pretty cool support piece for animals, I think. Uh, let's see, another trait. I have given my word, and my word is my bond. Leadership, oh, wow, nice. When he uses it and succeeds, also remove an action token from another friendly character within range with the animal keyword. Cool, within range, so he doesn't need to have line of fire either. Right. Uh, so good, so good. And a special power on two clicks. Relocate my operations. Stop. Super senses. When this click is first revealed, place high evolutionary in any square on the map. Wow. Any square. <laughs> that's awesome. So on the third, I, that's on his third click. So probably maybe first or second attack, high evolutionary just is somewhere else now. Somewhere else? Yeah. <laughs> Relocated his operations. Were you going to say something about that other trait, the leadership trait? Oh, just, uh, just that adding leadership already to what he's bringing for 40 points or 20 is cherry cherry on top man yeah yeah i mean it's uh, you, you need that leadership right like in every game you need to have those extra actions to not get out actioned and right this is a great piece to to, to justify playing that leadership uh i think anyway he's a Pulling great tokens. support figure anything wrong with his 20 point dial or you think still bringing the same uh, thunder see. For I mean, just save thunder for half the price. I think you'd have to be a little more cautious. Uh, shorter dial, right? Uh, doesn't bring that empower, so he plays a definitely more of a support role than uh, getting in there with the mix with the boys. Right, but still with relocate <laughs> my operations on two. That's annoying, man. He's a two two click piece, <laughs> and you clicking. you hit him once, and he stop clicks and just pops somewhere else. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> all right, we'll go over there next turn. High evolutionary. <laughs> uh, uh, definitely a cool prime uh did not it did not find its way into the brick that i ordered but i weirdly oh. got two primes in one brick which i've never seen before nice. uh, i got the mad thinker and wizard prime in the same one sweet yeah did you get uh high evolutionary prime i did not i the only super rares i've gotten so far from this are cycle man griever Silver Savage and Blackbeard. So about half of the ones we've gone over. Nice. Nice. The only one I have so far would be Invisible Man and, or sorry, Invisible Boy and Puppet Master. He's not Invisible Man. We're not, we're not ready for that <laughs> dial. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number 60 is victorious a little bit high points here with 110 let's see let's see what zora Vuk, vukovic 
is bringing to the table with the minions of doom team ability of course with a name like last name like Vukovic and the cosmic energy team keyword she has two targets six range flight seven clicks of health with 18 defense across most of that and 11 attack the trait by dr doom's side that gives her defend Ooh. only it only replaces the defense value of characters with doom in their name though so she will have uh, more effect on some of these chases probably that all have doom and some of the other kind of Latverian pieces there if you're running an all doom style army uh, she also has the defense power for three clicks cosmic energy flare that gives her impervious and when victorious moves after resolutions she can use energy shield deflection until your next turn so um, she's she can move and get energy shield and bump her up to that 20 defense before hindering or anything else and still have two targets, 11 attack and four printed damage across the dial. Uh, she's uh, bringing the thunder again, these cosmic, cosmic rulers. Again, she has cosmic herald ruler along with Latveria armor. So she's the doom version of, of some of these guys we've been seeing. Yeah. I mean, uh, very interesting keywords there. Uh, I guess a mixture of keywords with armor, cosmic herald. I again, I know nothing of this character, but the cosmic energy team ability definitely helps this character a lot because um, she has that two targets, eleven attack, four damage. But in a character like this that has like a more what is it called, like a higher point cost that takes up so much points uh, in your team, right? Uh, you want them to be able to hit. And the problem I see, I, I think the problem I see with a character like this is that she needs the right support pieces to to make her work. Yeah, but she can work. Like she can put in her work. Like if you find the right support pieces for her, she can she can do some damage. With flight, she could potentially carry one of those pieces around with her, or have some yeah. kind of uh, the some defend kind of will piece help keep with them her. alive longer. Um, right. You know, and maybe there's a way that you can play off of that by throwing a doom in there to you know, to activate that trait. Just get that uh, God so, of Doom from the last set. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, you know, I, I, I don't have much to say with this uh, piece because Latveria is a keyword I am barely starting to uh, come around to. Uh, um, haven't, haven't experimented much with the, the uh, Latverians, huh? Yeah, or any of those generic keywords too, you know, I, uh, very few, far and few in between the teams that I would make or play with. So I see. I'll, re I'll defer to you, Rob. <laughs> No, it's definitely uh, it's it's not one that I've I've delved into too much either. But yeah, she's okay. She's bringing the thunder put, potentially. Uh, maybe oh, yeah. I don't see as many kind of standout things in her special powers as we have seen on some of these others, though. Yeah, I think she's just meant to bring in the pain. Right. This next guy looks like he's already suffered a lot of pain by the mob, <laughs> as he's mostly a walking corpse with a cape. It looks kind of like Spawn. <laughs> we've got 61 marquee of death another cosmic energy team ability but this one with a massive 10 range and a massive 200 point cost 10 range two luckily targets. yeah luckily <laughs> he does have two point costs so uh if you're looking for a smaller game there 60 point point cost uh dial we'll take a look at that uh after we review the rest of the character with the cosmic keyword so only one keyword very limiting here. Uh, improved targeting ignores characters with a trait. 
that says, we were just having fun before we take it all away. Each time an opposing character heals, give Marquis of Death a false hope token. Ooh, I like where this is going. Pulse wave. When Marquis of Death uses it, you may remove any number of false hope tokens. If you do, each hit character is dealt X damage instead, where X is the number of tokens removed. Oh, wow. So you got to build up those false hope tokens with those heals. Uh, and you know, those Fantastic Four guys are always healing off of each other. Right. Or the X-Men team ability. There you go. Yeah. So uh, maybe at the 60 point cost so far, I could see this scene play. Uh, let's take a look at that next special power. Uh, shape reality all across his dial on his attack special power. Shape reality to my own vision. Energy explosion. When Marquee of Death uses it for each hit target, you may choose that they are healed one click instead of being dealt damage oh wow okay so that's how you can kind of <laughs> yeah. rack up those death or false hope tokens right that's the that's the the key piece because he has that across all 10 clicks of that 200 point dial <laughs> or uh all what, what is his 60.4 clicks of that dial that's very cool. funny very yeah, pretty cool clicks. little combo there within himself and uh yeah, three stop clicks, uh, 18 steady, 18 defense, all throughout his dial. I like that. Uh, with stop invincible. So that happens three times in sporadic for, times, I mean, except for the last one. For being the 200 points, man, maybe he does actually have has some of the strength or some of the uh, the power that you need in that, in that kind of point cost. Maybe not in the 300-point game again, but something more like five or 600. Yeah, I mean, I'm still trying to wrap my head around here how that little combo works. So he hits each, it doesn't, he doesn't even need to deal damage. It, he just cares about each hit target. Um, so when he uses that energy explosion, you know, the, uh, them preventing the damage or reducing the damage, whatever, it's not going to matter. He just cares for each hit target. So uh, right. let's say you hit four. Right, and you heal those four. He gets four false hope tokens. Those four false hope tokens can get removed, and each hit character is dealt four damage. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. You do not want to stand by anybody if you're playing Marquis of Death. It's every man for himself. <laughs> yeah, that's good. No joke. That could throw some massive damage on it. And what is it with this uh, Clyde Windham? Or is it misspelled on the realms? Do you have this character? Yeah, Clyde, Clyde Wang, find him. I don't have this dude, Wyndham, but uh, because uh, yeah, we saw him before, right? He was Her Herbert Edgar Wyndham is high evolutionary. Ah, uh, yeah. No, it oh, makes Clyde Wyndham Hotels on Expedia is not <laughs> the answers, uh, but he does own a chain of hotels, so that's great. <laughs> I don't know where where the Windoms come into the into the Fantastic Four, but this Marquis of Death guy is it's brutal, man. What do you think then of his uh, two hundred points or sixty points? What would you want to play him at? Oh, I, I would try the two hundred in a higher point list, but it, at three hundred sixty, um, just because of the the cap. Right. I don't want to. I think tent pulling like that is he's not that good. I mean, he could still he still take damage, but maybe he really could points? stand his own at 200 points, two thirds of your army. Apparently, this is the story on Clyde Windham Jr. The brief story. Over in Earth 1219, so in an alternate universe, there are no mutants except for Clyde. He was a reality warper on the level of Jamie Braddock, 
uh, the X-Men who can just kind of control reality or make his own world there. And when he brought his father back to life, um, his mother hit him so hard on the head that it caused brain damage. What? <laughs> wow. He lived in an asylum, yeah. largely unaware of his own condition until the nurses took away his comics and he somewhat unconsciously brought some of the 616 characters to his reality because of his reality warping craziness. Uh, ultimately, Clyde was wakened enough to control everyone. Oh, wow. So eventually he he like uses all of his powers to control everyone, including Galactus, and send them back to 616 after some chaos ensues on his side on 1219. But it's just some alternate timeline. It's the timeline madness. in between yeah. <laughs> uh, our timeline and the comic timeline. And a, yeah, and then from there he goes on to become the Marquis of Death. He like beats Doctor Doom for a while, and like I don't know, man, vies for controlling the universe for some time. The monster, indeed. Yeah, I mean, anyone with alternate re- uh, reality warping powers, right? Like the Beyonder, uh, right. Proteus, like those are like the Omega level power houses we were talking of the before universe, about which powers you'd want and we we're thinking clones maybe being one of the most efficient but reality warping's pretty high up there i think now that i yeah. reconsider it you could just be like oh i don't need a clone to do all these things because in this reality they're not necessary or in right. this reality they're already done <laughs> yeah you can, can get in around this reality i don't phone. die <laughs> <laughs> right like what are you gonna do kill me i can't, i literally made it so i can't die <laughs> that's reality now yeah that's like Issaca the unbeaten there's a character in the house of x in the uh, ten of swords line there called Issaca the unbeaten she actually can't be beaten so she'll change sides if she realizes that her the side she's on will be beaten because she can't be beaten that kind of thing it's weird wow <laughs> pretty but, cool yeah, man, Marquis of Death, dude, another figure I want to hunt down. Let's see, number 62 up next, bringing with him another object. Who do we have here? Serious Dr. Doom. And oh, Marquis of Death oh, was our last super rare. Yes, so he was. We're moving into was. the chases here. Big bad Doom himself. Looks like a DJ, just kind of standing at a platform. Uh, 150 points, 10 clicks, flight. A six range, one target, armor, Latveria, mystical ruler, scientist keywords. He has the trait, the many faces of doom at the beginning of the game. You may choose a starting line of equal points on a character from your sideline that also has this trait. If you do replace this character with the chosen character, I think we're going to see that throughout the chases. And his DJ stand is actually called the time platform. And Dr. Doom may start the game with Fantastic Four... Oh, with the number 10 object, the time platform equipped. And when he uses it, the effect uh, to choose to return to his starting area, he is not dealt the one unavoidable damage that would be done by doing that. Let's see what that time platform does real quick. It's 10 points if it's not equipped for free. And when this character hits a single opposing character, instead of normal damage, you may place the hit character in its starting area when this character would take damage, you may instead place them in your starting area, and that's where you take that one unavoidable. But man, giving the uh, when a character's hit and you just 
don't damage them. You just throw them back in the starting area. That's brutal. Um, and for a team that's trying to do some mission point madness and just kind of generate those points, they don't need to worry about KOing or dealing anything. Just, hey, go back to the starting line. Dr. Doom has had enough. And Resetting time. Yeah, yeah. He also has the trait, I want that treasure, which is free once per game. Remove the time platform equipped to Doom from the game. And if you do, equip Doom with an equipment of 10 points or less from an opponent's force. That's great. So if you're having some trouble with another character who brought an item, you could take it instead. And um, he also has learned from the past. At the beginning of the game, roll 2d6 and place them on the card. If Doom has won 50 points, uh, roll 3d6 instead. And um, whenever any attack roll is made, you may replace a d6 in the roll with a d6 from this card. Wow. So he's got some props that just, some single die props that come on in the beginning of the game. And with that 150-point line and a 75-point line, this is an awesome doom. <laughs> He's pretty sweet. Yeah, he just kind of hits you from all sides, doesn't he? Right. Energy explosion there and phasing teleport. He's he's pretty sweet. Can be a nuisance to get rid of. Right. Uh, could be a good, a good character there to dig into for your lot. Very experiments worse some more scientist goodness as he's bringing that keyword with him too and mystical even yeah i mean uh, does he have the uh, doesn't have power cosmic so he can be outwitted i'm trying to find that yeah he does uh, not have power cosmic and he doesn't have the team ability mystics right and so i guess you know that would be one way around it is to bring some outwit but you're still trying to at the same time, you're still trying to deal with that time platform. There's no way around that besides pulse wave, I guess. Right. So right. yeah, that's tough. That's very cool, Doom. With the many faces of Doom, I think they do all the chases bring that in this set. Uh, looks like it. Pretty Who's cool, man. Pretty. We're off to a good start here with the chases. Right. Who's DJ next on, Doom, the, on the chase run? I think they're all Doomy. <laughs> Up next uh, is. Number 63, Prisoner of Planet Doom, has a two separate point cost similar to the other Doom. I think that's a theme, right, with all the chases, 150 and 75. Mm. Uh, eight range, Minions of Doom team ability, 150 points. What does this Victor Von Doom bring us here with keywords armor, Latveria, mystical, ruler, scientist, and warrior? A plethora of keywords there to choose from. Right. Um, only one target, but that's fine. We'll see what he can do with that one target eight range trait. The many faces of doom. Oh, it's that same trait. Uh, I won't go over that trait again. It's the one that you can swap them out with, uh, with all the other chases. Nice try, WizKids, into trying to get me to buy all these chases. Nice try. <laughs> you must have them all. <laughs> <laughs> A trait that says doom takes what he wants whenever prisoner of planet doom KOs an opposing character. After resolutions, choose one. Choose a standard power on that character's card. Prisoner of Planet Doom can use a chosen power this game or choose a combat value. Prisoner of Planet Doom modifies a chosen combat value plus one this game. Oh, so you could bring him up plus one damage. Yeah, five damage on that first click. You don't take uh, that's no joke right there. Or oh, choosing a power after you... And on top of that, with the Minions of Doom... Uh, K, which already gives you an incentive for KOing a character, he can heal with that team ability as well. Hmm. 
Um, another trait, a world not of my making, yet of my design. At the beginning of the game, if you are not the first player, roll a d6. Three to four, first player skips their first turn. What? <laughs> wow. Five, six, first player skips their first turn. And this game, Prisoner Planet Doom may choose both options for his Doom takes what he wants trait. Wow. So it's a bit of a gamble with that five, six, but... Oh, uh, game! You can off, choose though, both options. Yeah. Wow. If it pays off, though, uh, he's he's going to be wreaking some havoc, and taking little, powers, improving right. his stats. And a little bit of a gamble, but I mean, even on a three to four, skipping the first turn, like, <laughs> what? You just don't go this turn. Okay. Yeah, I go first. <laughs> and here's WizKids making the game more fun, and they just take a turn. <laughs> that's that's definitely moving in that direction. I think. <laughs> Very counterintuitive. Sometimes. Uh, special power throughout most of his dial, which makes sense. He doesn't have it on his first click because it's steel energy, but we're close or range attack. So on top of the minions of Doom team ability, potentially being able to heal him, he can heal himself with steel energy too. And that's probably why he's limited to that one target. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. There you go, Rob. Great observation. But, but definitely cool to bring that steel energy in and, and stay alive. At the yeah, I mean, perplex. Range combat expert, right? He's got he's got potential there. What do you think? Yeah, dude, it's a, a, a fun doom for sure. Against again, he's bringing some of that kind of lot varied goodness potentially to a warriors theme team as he has that keyword. It's kind of interesting or armor, uh, but yeah, I'm sure that all these dooms on one team using that many faces would be pretty crazy. And what about the separate point cost at seventy five? Like, yeah, I think again, maybe 75 for 300 points and maybe exploring the 150 at higher. It'd be hard to play with half your point allocated into just this one figure, even though he's potentially awesome. I mean, if he's really, if he's really KOing some figures and he's buffing up his own stats, he could become a little bit unstoppable after some time. If he's buffing up damage or attack and he's throwing, you know, attack 12. Five damage, you're perplexing up the attack a few times. I mean, he could be a brutal, brutal prisoner. Let him free. <laughs> see. Yeah, and the 75 point cost, just to go over that, uh, with the toughness all across, that makes him a little iffy. But I think the, if you're going to play him, you got to keep him at that eight range. Take advantage of that. Keep him range. out of that, out of that melee chaos. Yes. This next chase looks like a Darth Vader homage, essentially. <laughs> Pretty sweet. Lord Doom, um, 150 points, 75 points. Bringing the keywords, armor, celebrity, Latveria, mystical ruler. Minions of Doom, team ability, zero range, one target. He has improved movement hindering. This character can move through blocking terrain, and immediately after, you destroy that blocking terrain. He has the mini faces of Doom. He has the ending the revolution trait where if an opponent's force has more characters than your force opposing characters can't generate bystanders sweet so potentially arguing uh, that tentpole nature of the 150 points if you see you're up against some kind of bystander swarm you can uh, shut it down and by switching in lord doom essentially with your many faces of doom 
Uh, you can't outrun Doom. He has a movement power on the first six of his 10 clicks. That gives him charge. That does not have the speed, which gives him an 11 charge with 12 attack, 4 damage. That's a, uh, that's a, uh, a threat range if I've ever seen one. Uh, he also has a defensive power. Doom laughs at your feeble attacks, <laughs> which gives him invulnerability. An opposing character's attacking Lord Doom modify attack damage minus one. Wow. Dude, he seems, yeah, he, he definitely looks awesome. At 150 points, um, you know, having that um, invulnerability all the way down the dial, seven clicks of it is, is a nuisance. And actually, he does have it all the way through the dial. He just loses that minus one damage at, at the seventh click. Exploit weakness for his damage power uh, and, and no attack powers. I think maybe the. Just a little bit of a downside of this dude, but dude, he looks awesome. Um, and at the 75 point line, really his dial doesn't change too much. You just miss a few of those starting points. He's the budget Lord. <laughs> He's uh, actually the chase I pulled. And oh. one of the strategies that I would so far, I guess, recommend just playing uh, the couple of times I've messed around with him is that uh, try to find maps with walls. Uh, indoors because he can just smash right through them uh and you know so that gives him protection from being targeted uh until he's able to make that 11 charge with his 12 attack four damage looking to off someone in one hit hopefully yeah or do a massive amount of damage in the very least if there's a way you can give him blades claws fangs hey even better oh man <laughs> but i don't know you know four damage uh it's that's that seems like overkill, right? <laughs> no, he's definitely throwing a lot. It's the highest. That's about as high as we get now, right? Yeah. And at the at the seventy five point line with three damage, it's the only downside maybe is attack kind of drop. It drops to ten very early on, so you need to just make yeah. sure you have something to deal with that, or that that won't be an issue. But no, it's a really cool piece, and I think the coolest chase sculpt so far down the list. <laughs> that was a sweet pull. I don't know if this next one will give the sculpt the run for his money. Oh, no, not really. Looks a little funky. Uh, uh, number next 65. One. Yeah. Dr. Doom, the Sorcerer Supreme. Minions of Doom team ability, of course, with the Mystics. Uh, eight range, two targets. It's not messing around. Victor Von Doom here has got the armor keywords, Latveria keyword, mystical ruler, and scientist keyword with the many faces of Doom trait, like all the other chases have. What makes this one special? Let's see. The trait, the world will always have a Sorcerer Supreme. When an opposing character is turned to its starting click this game, after resolutions, roll a D6 and heal Dr. Doom Sorcerer Supreme equal to half the result. Interesting. So it's free heal if an opposing character gets to go back to their starting click. Right. So you get some early heals or some, some of those characters heal back up. Right. It seems a little situational. Yeah. Mystical shielding, energy shield deflection, and super senses. Uh, special power that he's got on his first three clicks, and then it just has super super senses uh, all the way throughout. Uh, and change the fates. Special power that he has throughout most of his damage power. Change the fates. Once per attack, you may reroll the attack roll of a character within range and line of fire. 
once per attack. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like a super probability control, eight, right? Because it's cause per eight attack. Range two targets. So yeah, that's pretty um, pretty sweet right there. <laughs> you can see. He seems the, uh, he seems like very gimmicky to me. I don't know how about I don't know about you, but uh, have fun of, with him, I guess. Kind of one uh, one dimensional piece then. Yeah. Range. And, and, uh, and mystics, with the I suppose. You know, return piece. I don't know how often you really hit that, and what yeah. it would be if he wasn't taking damage. Right. Uh, yeah, he's the know. only Doom we've seen so far that brings the Mystics uh, keyword. Yeah, and you know, but without a damage reducer, it's kind of, uh, kind of. I feel like it's kind of wasted. He's not, he's not going to deal as much damage back as he is right, going to dish out. I think because he's going to he's a little squishy, huh? Yeah. If you do actually hit, mm -hmm. give him the illusion generator to up that. Oh, no, that's shape, that's shape change. That would just yeah, it gives shape. him shape change. I mean, hey, uh, that increases his chances to survive. So, Is there anything not? in the new rules about holding heavy objects? Or is that kind of gone to the heavy object super strength thing? Uh, yeah, the only ones who can carry heavy objects are characters with super strength. It's still the same. Okay. Awesome. Let's see who else is in store. We got another weird, weird doom here. <laughs> this thing, man. My my buddy Ben, he's got feelings. He dresses like a pirate sometimes. And other times he's Doctor Doom. He's <laughs> he's got dimensions. Uh, 150 points and 75 again for Doctor Thing with the Minions of Doom team ability, armor brute Latveria and ruler keywords. Victor Von Doom looks like Thing in this piece. Still not as good of a sculpt as Lord Doom. Ten clicks on this on this 150 point line. Uh, same kind of layout, I guess, as the others, with many faces of doom and the completely expected and planned for trait, which, when revealing forces, you choose an opposing sideline game element. And if Dr. Thing is on his starting click, the chosen sideline game element can't be brought into the game. Cool. Uh, does it actually stay on the sideline, though, to, get, to buff your opponent? Or is that a way to take something off your opponent's sideline almost? Uh, because it's when revealing forces, so it's actually before the game starts. Ah, so you you could really just be like, nah, you don't get that side. Yeah. Support. <laughs> he has the movement power, I'll never give up, he'll never win, which gives him plasticity and sidestep with free place Dr. Thing adjacent to an opposing character. That attacked Dr. Thing since your last turn. Kind of a colossal retail almost. Uh, that um, can be used more than once there. And I barely felt that which gives him invincible on the first six clicks, as well as Dr. Thing takes a max of one damage from range attacks. So he is, uh, he needs to be dealt with up close. And when you get up close, he's got four damage and close combat expert to, uh, to make you pay for that <laughs> with super strength and everything there. Very cool model with plasticity and sidestep too. Uh, man, I love I, I like Dr. Thing. What do you think of this guy? Yeah, I mean, four damage uh, essentially is five damage, right? No joke in close quarters. Yeah. 19 defense. Uh, what is that? On four clicks, just scattered throughout. True. Not bad. And he's got, I think, the best of the damage reducers, which is invincible for most of that. 
Right, the whole dial of Invincible. That is a best doctor thing, man. I would I'd consider maybe that 150 points in a 300 point list. He's a he's a beast. You could support him with 150 more points. Find a way to. Uh, I think there's a an object. I know it sounds cheesy, but is it the uh, something the octopus arms uh, or is it Waldo arms that gives them flurry? Uh, you're looking, you know, twelve attack, five damage, flurry. Okay, twice. <laughs> yeah, he's just wrecking the teams. <laughs> see, is it the second to last? I've got. Oh, we've got two more here. Oh, three uh, next more, one uh, is number sixty-eight, who's just doom with capital letters. <laughs> For some reason, uh, minions of doom team ability is a recurring theme there. Uh, let's see, no range, 150 points for 75 points. Uh, the many faces of doom traits with the future keyword, Latveria keyword, robot keyword, and ruler keyword blades all the way throughout with battle fury. Interesting. Let's see the many face. Oh, I'm sorry, the four armed monstrosity flurry. Okay, wow. <laughs> 12 attack, 4 damage. Blades he's traded he flurry with blades across the whole dial. What? <laughs> and he's got a power action. And make three close attacks. Each time Dune hits with a close attack, modify target's defense by minus one this turn. It's just kind of shredding you. Yeah. As <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, trait, life is conflict. Opposing characters can't take more costed actions each turn. Uh, then per 100 points of the build total. Okay, so essentially he just limits you to the three. Right. Oh, man, that is a great piece, dude. I love that pairing of flurry and uh, flurry and blades just across four printed damage on half the dial, 12 attack even. I mean, oh, dude, he is he's a monster <laughs> with charge there too. Very cool. Yeah, and being able to rob your opponent of that extra action that they would maybe used to uh, while not affecting yours. If, I mean, you of course have to add leadership or some, another action in there, but still right. that potential yeah. is there. Yeah. Yeah, man. And just this guy at, at 75 points, Oh dude, he's bringing so much to the table and while still giving you some cap for, for other things. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 75 that's, points looks very sweet. That's cool. Doom still Lord doom is the best sculpt. You, you're lucky now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if the Larry of On Doom number 68 will rival it. Uh, she's pretty cool, but I don't know if it beats Lord Doom. And let's see what she brings to the table, though. With six, she's got that similar 150, 75 point breakdown. Scientist, ruler, mystical Latveria, Valeria, Megan, Von Doom, the many faces of Doom. She has six range one targets. The traits, smoke and mirrors, which gives her shape change that succeeds on a full plus. And when Valeria uses it and succeeds after resolutions, place, uh, choose one. Place her X squares away from her current square where X is the result of her shape change roll. Cool. Or deal the attacker damage equal to half the result. Oh, man. So she just damages you after she shape changes. And she also has, you are not worthy of my army. When an opposing character that wasn't on their starting force misses, after resolutions, give it an action token. If that character has autonomous symbol, instead KO it. So is she Rex, like summon bystanders? She's a, a good counter to that right now. 
and um, and other kind of sideline shenanigans. She also has seven clicks of lurking in the distance. <laughs> Creepy. And uh, gives her sidestep and stealth. So, I mean, with sidestep stealth there and um, the smoke and mirrors shape change, she is a, a nuisance to get rid of with 11 attack, uh, three damage there, 19 defense to begin with with super senses, and uh, kind of a split dial with perplexing outfit. Uh, cool scientist, mystical piece. I'd say another, you know, good candidate for the mini faces of doom if you're shelling out. But uh, no, man, I, I she's, I'd say she's one of the the slipperiest pieces we've seen so far in this <laughs> in this set review. That's an interesting way of putting it. But yeah, right, four to six shape change and uh, super senses. Where when and, she succeeds, she goes somewhere yeah. else too. Like, or she can do damage to get him out of the way. Yeah. Uh, definitely Pretty a cool character here. Digging, digging this doom and wrapping up our chases. Do you want to bring the final guy with maybe the coolest name of the chases? <laughs> I don't know about the sculpt. Ooh, and sculpt the coolest number at number 69, <laughs> Doom the Annihilating Conqueror Indeed. with the Minions of Doom team ability uh eight range only one target let's see what uh besides his pulse wave his seven clicks of pulse wave uh bring with four damage bring to the table here conqueror of timelines during force construction friendly characters with the cosmic future and past keywords gain the latveria keyword oh man i'm getting this guy uh, he's uh, going on my want list give me a second here rob <laughs> Uh, pretty cool. I love messing with keywords like that. That just opens up so many potential stuff for team builds right there. Past and future. Cosmic, future, and past. Right. They all gain the Latveria. Uh, and another trait, ah, the Faust 4. The, at the beginning of the game, opposing characters lose all keywords not printed on their cards. If one or more keywords were lost this way, Doom the Annihilating Conqueror has cosmic energy team ability this game. Cool. So he can shut down other keywords, <laughs> keyword mechanics and things. So. Yes. Pretty cool. Nice. You know, on top of having a dial full of pulse wave, um, this looks like a fun piece to play, of course. And at 75 points, uh, let's see. Three damage, uh, three clicks of pulse wave, range combat experts on most of his dial. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, he has some damage potential with that eight range to hit them from a distance, but... Uh, besides that, I think his Conqueror of Timelines trait is where it's at. Right. Just being able to to shake up those keywords and really, really add to the team building. Yeah. Make a pretty solid team. Dude, it's a cool line of chases there. All, all doomy, doomy as hell. And very, very interesting with the team build. Again, WizKids went that route where you, if you had all those chases, you could really do some cool things like like they did with the trouble alert, uh, JLU chases and things like that. That um, someday I might may need to track down a lord. As I think that would that that guy may be my favorite after seeing these or um, that uh, doom all capitals with the flurry with the flurry blades. You gotta you gotta hit me up there, Rob. I have one for trade if you want to trade for it. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, we might have to. We'll have to arrange something here. Let's see what the uh, final piece, the play at home kit. Number 100, Invisible Woman, 45 points for five clicks. 
of Invisible Woman with six range one target. Fantastic for Spy. Kind of cool. Uh, she has, I can make anything invisible free. Choose character within range line of fire. This turn, that character doesn't block line of fire. Kind of like a low-key wizard, wizard scanner. Um, pretty good invisible woman being able to just um, open up that that range. But, uh, oh, no, it's only this turn. Yeah, so she can essentially open the door for your team to shoot. And then uh, your bruiser can materialize again and get in the way. Two damage out with perplex kind of dial. She has 19 defense, though, with barrier that she's bringing to with the ultimate steam ability that I don't know what that does. Oh, uh, uh, you can treat hindering terrain as clear terrain for movement and line of fire purposes. Sweet. It's just kind of a versatile, uh, versatile invisible woman bringing that um, uh, vanishing character gimmick. Because you can choose an opposing character too, right? Yes, it doesn't uh, limit you to friendly. Very cool. Yeah, so you could, you know, target the characters that are in, in the back hiding. Um, Nineteen defense, kind of hard to tackle with barrier. With uh, okay. the ultimate steam ability, I like that because uh, you know, with the outwits, that means that she can outwit through stealth and target guys in stealth too. So she's got a lot of. Like you said, utility, outwit and perplex, telekinesis. Barrier. Yeah, I like that they're doing these play at home sets along with it to get to release that map and that kind of uh, unique figure outside the set. Definitely neat from a collector's aspect and uh, uh, game mechanics. Sweet man, that's that wraps it up. There, I did find did see that there were eight of the legacy cards, and maybe on a, the next episode we'll discuss the legacy cards a little bit and uh, save those for. Uh, for a rainy day here but uh cool. man it's been a, a journey of this one what do you think overall fantastic for future foundations what do you uh is it a buy it for the full set kind of uh kind of set or something you'd rather singles hunt from uh definitely something that i would probably singles hunt from yeah um pick and choose huh yeah, yeah, there's a lot of pieces in there that I probably would not ever <laughs> even use, so they would just take up storage space, you know. Yeah, uh, the one thing I'd say myself. is if you want the sidekick swarm or if you want some of these yeah. sidekick ally captain things, a brick or so would set you up pretty, pretty well there. But even now, I think you may be able to buy those singles for the sidekicks at a good price now that the um, the release is sort of hit the markets <laughs> that kind of thing yeah but you're no, right that would if you're looking to make that type of team uh, that would be the way to go that would be i think cheaper <laughs> more cost effective right that kind of depends on this on the style there but dude it's been yeah. it's been a journey here i think another excellent fantastic four set not quite as good as the x-men sets of course but we'll be <laughs> rewarded again here shortly with a uh, an x-men set only two down the line and be doing the same reviews, hopefully for our Wonder Woman set and kind of the official release of these new rules down the road, man. Uh, on our next episode, maybe we should dig into this new Silver Age that was announced since we spoke the last time. But uh, before that, man, where can folks find out more about you and Cadville Clipson? 
Um, still trying to pump out that content on YouTube on a weekly basis at Casual Clickson. Uh, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at the same thing at Casual Clickson. Hey, awesome, man. Thanks for joining the show again. And as always, folks, you can find the news reviews and interviews on AfterDragons.com. And you can find me on Twitter at AfterDragons underscore. Thank you. Thank you.